Hey fellas, guess what? Yeah. What? I've uh, I've decided I'm gonna gonna form a, a Yorkshire tribute band. Well, yeah. Uh-huh. To uh, to the work of of Matt Johnson. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, we're gonna be called. Yeah, like the the yeah Yorkshire Yorkshire yeah. That's a terrible idea. Really, really is. We could sing all these songs with Yorkshire accents. You're wasting your life. It's a terrible idea. Is it Shocking. It's a niche, isn't it? This is day. I'm gonna start a tribute band as well. Oh really? Yeah, we're all gonna dress as. In high vis jackets, like people who work on like the chancellor of the road j- works. chancellor of the jacket. Uh, no, no. He wears no. high vis jacket, doesn't he, all the time? Does he? Yeah, I'll tell you, does yeah. No, but people who work on the road works. Both, oh, well, those people. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And we're going to dress them. We're going to play the songs of Aztec Camera, and we're going to be called Adverse Camber. <laughs> yeah, that's awful. It's really bad. That's a really, really terrible bad idea. idea that is awful it? idea. You're going yeah. to humiliate yourself. Yeah. It's going to be a oh, laughing stock. No, no I'm going to set up a tribute band. Oh, right? yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, based on the works of David Bowie. Oh, good. Because uh, he's, he's not around anymore. To do he's not, well, exactly, no competition yeah. there. Yeah. But he, he was very strong on, you know, the, the dress, you know, the, the costume. Fashion. Exactly. <laughs> on fashion, that, that yeah. sort of stuff. Yeah. But we're going we're gonna to take that a step Ooh, further. Fashion. Uh, we're, we're, we're only, yeah. we're going to dress in full evening wear oh, yeah. uh, and big... Oversized white bow ties. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And we're only going to play uh, black black tie, white noise, just that one song. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be a very stark presentation. We play it <laughs> over and over again. Oh, it's going to be, you know, it'll be dark room, yeah. uh, lights come, you know, a bit like uh, Martin Creek. Uh, yeah. It's going to be fantastic. Oh, and yeah. we're called yeah. David Bowtie. Get it? Do you know, Day. it's nearly a good idea. Is it? Yeah. It's nearly a good idea. It it's, it's, it's not it's, a great idea. It's no. a poor idea, frankly. Oh, okay. But it yeah. could be a good idea if you if you bring in the Yorkshire element. Right. Okay. And you and you only play the you know, the lesser known yeah. David Bowie songs. You you could be Tim Machine. Tim Machine. Tim Machine. Which ruined it. What? Can I just say? What? I fucking hate your band. My friend said. When I move to London, good luck, cos now you've got it made There's things to see, and people to do And plenty of music to be played So I went out, and I found a pub And went in with money in my hand Five minutes later, I'm back on the street
Good evenings, my name's Rebel Rickett, and welcome to the new world full of optimism and joy. And here is a man who says how wonderful it is that nobody need wait a single moment before starting to improve the world. He notes that a pessimist sees difficulty in every opportunity, and an optimist sees opportunity in every difficulty. He says you'll never find a rainbow if you're looking down, so let's look up to Kick Ravels. And a man who proclaims, only those who attempt the absurd can achieve the impossible. He says some people grumble that roses have thorns. I'm grateful that thorns have roses. He says nothing is impossible. The word itself says, I'm possible. The man who doesn't square circles, but always circles the squares. It's Sharitho Garbanzo. Top of the morning to you. Well, I don't know about you two, hmm. uh, but when I imagine Scar... Scar. Scar. Mm. Uh, and Rocksteady, in this case. Yeah. Uh, as, as a human being. Mm. Uh, I see them, A, at a party, obviously. Mm. Uh, based on life and soul of the party. Mm. But not in an aggressive, offensive Bubbly. Way. Bubbly, yeah, yeah. Mm. I, see, I see them as... They've, they've had a few drinks mm. and, a, and a few uh, roll-ups, if you like. Mm. Um, I think wearing a trilby. I, I see them as, as quite... Not a long hair, but, you know, um, certainly shoulder-length. Oh, yeah. Gregarious, outgoing. But, crucially, yeah. not threatening. No. So surprised was I yeah. um, that when I heard the Pomps, the Boston based ska band, um, that, that they are, they're getting aggressive. Are they? They're getting stuck into other genres. Mm. In fact, they're proclaiming that indie rock itself, indie rock mm. is dying.
went away with another girl and left me in dismay. But now it's time to shut your mouth and hear what I have to say. You fucking broke my bastard heart. Just ripped it out and showed it to me. You did your best to fucking hurt me. Oh, what a shitty thing to do. You fucking broke my bastard heart. And you behave like such a shithead. And now I feel so fucking stupid. For having been in love with you. The nights I cried and That was uh, Town Bike, mm. uh, who are rapidly becoming one of my f- new favourite bands, mm. uh, uh, and that is called Bastard Heart. Yes. Uh, hats off to them there. They've got uh, they managed to get four of the big, well the big swears, the yeah. big swears, the big mm. six probably, <laughs> uh, into one song that's only uh, and kicks in at un- one minute forty eight seconds, yeah. and they've got fucking. They've got bastard. Mm. They got shit and piss. Yeah, yeah. Well Basically, yeah. Yeah. there's only the W and the C word yeah. left, isn't yeah. there? Of, yeah. of, of, of the, quality. I mean, right up our street, this isn't it? Mm. Right oh yeah, yeah. Punky yeah. sweary. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, 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 a bit of rockabilly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it's yeah. not just about the swearing. No, it's, it's, it's got to be in context. It's it's yeah. it's big and it's clever. Yeah, it's big and it's clever, and and it's it's the sound of a breaking heart, isn't it? It is. It's the sound of a woman scorned, expressing it in the best way possible. Calling someone through vulgar language. Yes, calling yeah. every name under the sun, <laughs> very much in the in the mould of you motherfucking arsehole mm. uh, yeah. by your Wainwright lady. Oh yes, yeah, 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 Martin. yeah. And, and there was there was another one. Well, a lot less well. po-faced than that. Yeah, probably yeah. true. Yeah. yeah, I think she means it. Uh, I've seen them live twice in the last um, since we last uh, met. Uh, they played at uh, a full band version of the band played at uh, the Going Up the Country Festival, uh, uh, which. Um, some other people were playing later on in the podcast also played at and that was fantastic uh, and they were a real highlight of that um, just they're, they're, they're just lively you can't help but smile when they're on stage mm. because they're, 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 they're clearly enjoying themselves not taking themselves too seriously and their songs are uh, kick-ass mm. like, like, like the Ramones and the Shangri-Las and the Pipettes but with lots of um, slightly well I was going to say gratuitous swing it's not gratuitous Slightly with a, a, a completely necessary swearing. <laughs> um, anyway, I I, um, I I saw them. That was the first time I saw them, and, and two nights ago, uh, in in the unlikely surroundings of Alsager near Crewe, in a in Radway Green Sports and Social Club, they were supporting Martha. But it was just the two of them. It was um, uh, I think her name's Sarah, the 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 the, the main singer, and uh, Morgan, who is the guitar player. Uh, 
is um, a fantastic guitar guitar player. They were acoustic because they're just the two of them this yeah. time. So uh, you wouldn't have thought that that would necessarily work acoustic because, they, like I say, it's punk music really, punk uh, rockabilly stuff. But it does, and the reason why it works acoustically is because she's very charismatic, the the, the singer, and because he's a bloody great guitarist, and and she's got a great voice too. And that's yeah. such a yeah. great tune, that though, isn't it? Yes, that's just yeah. a tremendous tune. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, I been in contact with a couple of them recently, and uh, um, a guy called Paul Abbott, who I think is in good grief, he produced that track, yeah. and he tells me that uh, that. Uh, they had a lot of fun doing the Phil Spector start with the tambourine overdub and the big reverb and the sneaky bit of grand piano reinforcing the bass line during the opening. This is a classic slice of filthy town bike. Yes. Which uh, sums it all up, really. I asked Morgan, the uh, the cool rockabilly guitarist guy, uh, via Twitter, I asked him what was his favourite songs with lots of swearing in. Oh, and right. he's come back with some interesting ones. And then I also asked him what, um, what a song that doesn't have swearing in could be improved by adding in some swearing. Well, which would, song wouldn't be improved? Well, he said, yeah, indeed. I, that's, that, he, uh, yes, uh, that was the answer. We Over the said. fucking rainbow. Yeah, yeah. and he said, um, he said pretty much any song can be improved by yeah. a good swear. But he said he, maybe Lady in Red by Krista Berg <laughs> would definitely benefit from some profanity. But uh, since since he did that, I thought, I know what I'll do. What the listeners of the Trust of Wizard podcast would like to hear mm. would be a sweary version of the Lady in Red. So mm. I listened to it. There's not a lot of scope in there. There's not a lot of spaces where, where you know, chucking in some extra swear words would fit. Mm. Uh, and also, it's just such a terrible, terrible <laughs> song. Uh, but in the answer to his song about his question about what songs he likes the swearing in, yeah, uh, he said most of Pansy Division's output is delightfully filthy. He's also a big uh, fan of No Fucking by No Means No. Mm-hmm. And I love the Flux of Pink Indians uh, album, which is called The Fucking Cunts Treat Us Like Pricks, Pricks yeah. mm-hmm. which we've discussed before we did, on yeah. our sweary podcast. Yeah. And it's a, it's a double double A site. Well, it's a double album, I think. Mm-hmm. One album's called The Fucking Cunts Treat Us Like Pricks, and the other al- the album's called The Fucking Pricks Treat Us Like, like Cunts. Yeah. Of course, it, it, <laughs> makes, it makes sense. But anyway, on that sweary podcast, we if you cast your mind back, we more. had... Um, uh, a sort of poetry corner. Poetry reading, yes. Poetry oh, yes, corner. we did, yes, yes. And I think it's about time we saw the return of that. Mm. All I see are cocks and cunts. All I hear are push and grunts. All I see are cocks and cunts and cocks and cunts and cocks. And cunts. I don't like it. All I see are cocks and cunts. All I hear are push and grunts. All I see are cocks and cunts. And cocks. And cunts. And cocks. And cunts. I don't like it. I'm too tired yeah. to run from the tiger. Yeah. So am I. And I'm too dumb to hide in the bushes. That's probably just you. <laughs> so, bearing that in mind, it's probably time to do the earth. 
by Guided by Voices. And the reason we're bringing this to the pod mm-hmm. is that I mentioned this a couple of podcasts ago. It's a, a song that features on that Thank You Bob uh, compilation. I don't know if you remember. We played Replacements cover on it and, oh, yeah. and something else. So I can't remember what it was. Uh, it also features this song, features on the, the B-side of this single, which is a great single. This is I Am A Scientist, which you're oh, yeah. familiar I am with. a scientist. I know that one. Yeah. And it's also a song that in GBV law is a bit of a... A controver- controversial one, lyrically. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'd like you to have a careful listen to this. At the, end, at the end of the song, I want you to tell me, does he talk about choices or does he talk about cheese? My granddad would come round On occasional Saturdays To take me to the football ground We would go To London Road And we'd watch The posh Well, I was only little, so I 
that you just heard is M.J. Hibbert and the Validators uh, with The North Stand. In um, the North Stand. In the North Stand, indeed. Um, and I, I, I played that because I listened to a wonderful uh, podcast. I don't know if you're familiar with this website. Again, it's, uh, it's TrustTheWizards.com. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, there's a full inter- interview with M.J. Hibbert. Uh, very extensive. He talks about many topics to our, to our good friend, Shweetho Gabanzo, who's oh, actually hello. in the room with us. Oh, yeah. 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 Uh, and uh, so inspired was I by that. You, you know, bought it. I actually went out and bought the album. Look at you. Yeah. That's Thank- the idea. Yes, That's right. Yeah. So, so, listener... Uh, if you're listening to this, uh, go and buy some of the records on it because that, that, that is That's apparently what, why, why we do it. Yeah, yeah. Also, and, uh, go and watch the video for 20 Things to Do Before You're 30, which features a short cameo from one of the wizards mm. herein. Very, yeah, very your... understated performance. Yes, it is a very understated performance. Yes. Well, I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I played that one because, um, you know, listening to it, who's not? I mean, do, do you want to share our experiences of standing in stands with our fathers? Yeah. Do you? Not really. No, I don't really know. But we all did it. <laughs> we, we all did do it, yeah. I, I, I definitely did it, and it was reminiscent. And, you know, the themes it pulled sat out... sat with the... my dad most of the time, actually. You sat with him? No, 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 no. no, no. I was a lot of stood, yeah. yeah no, I definitely stood. Yeah, no I one did. sat at No, that's right. And I was, I was one of the ones passed down. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Did yeah. you, by the way? Well, my dad isn't a QPR fan. Good so, um Because my dad's from Coventry, so he supports Coventry, but he didn't grow. I didn't grow up, and he wasn't living anywhere near Coventry by the time he had me. So he never really put any pressure on me to be a Coventry fan because we. Why would you? 
a long way away. <laughs> so, uh, uh, but but we used to go and watch lots of football teams around the south coast, around London, including QPR. So, uh, yeah. But yeah, I mean, the, the 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 what he talks about in that song and the 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 bit where he says about how he doesn't go back, you know. He's got another song called uh, Leicester's Trying to Tell Me Something, uh, which is about how all the places he used to go on and go to in Leicester are all being knocked down and turned into different mm. things. And, and it's kind of Leicester trying to tell him that he needs to move on with his life. And in that song, he says about how, um, you know, basically all the places he used to go in Peterborough are not there anymore. The only place he still goes mm. is the, the football ground. And... Mm-hmm. Um, I, I find when I, when I go to a football match now, I go, go with old friends... And uh, a huge part of going to the football match is that bit about sitting in the north stand with your granddad. In the, in the, you know, mm. he's talking about the sentimental bit mm. in, the, in the lyric. He talk, uh, and um, yeah, th- there's so many memories associated with the Loftus Road, gra- Loftus mm. Road ground. When I go there, the streets around it, everything. Mm. It, it's, there's so many memories of so many people. It's the walks to the ground as well, isn't it? Yeah, it's not the whole being area. There. The whole area around yeah. there. As soon mm. as I get off the tube there, I can't. Which you, you, I guess you've lost a bit. I mean, it knocked you down. But there again, you're, you're building new memories now, and it's interesting. With I go with my children, they've never been to Burnham Park. Yeah. yeah. You know, I've told them how wonderful it was, but they don't really get into it. But the the, the Reebok and know the Macron, mm. or let's just call it the stadium. Mm. Um, you know, they love all that, mm. and and all the experiences we've had crazy experiences sometimes mm. because we, we walk through the fighting bit yeah. <laughs> the, well that's yeah. right yeah, there's, a, there's a fair track isn't it and same, same with Allen Road of course it's a long walk from the station mm. and if you get on the wrong bus and you don't know where you're going and you know there's mm. uh, I remember taking people to, and and thinking oh, bloody hell, where do we go where do we go where do we go and mm. they, 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 they were worried about where to go but if you know of course it's, it's a very easy way of doing it but then you, you know that if you're walking to the ground for example if you haven't got money for the bus you know, on this corner, round this corner, there'll be trouble. Mm. So, you know, keep your head down, don't, say, don't make eye contact, you know, and all that sort of thing. And yeah. it's, it's, a, it's a ritual, isn't it? It's a ritual walk. It's fantastic. And what, what interests me is that this paints football fans as, you know, as human, mm. you know, uh, as, as good people. Uh, we're not just the people you see throwing bottles at French policemen and being mm. beaten the crap out of by Russians. No. There's more to us than that. Another thing to mention as well, as it says on MJ Hibbert's website, that the trumpet solo in the middle is done by uh, uh, Frankie Machine, who's a member of the band, uh, and um, it's based on the classic song, Posh We Are, mm. which is presumably a song that they sing at, ah, at Peterborough the United. So uh, in case you didn't spot that, if you're yeah. not a Peterborough United fan... Now, way, 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 way back on I, one of the very first podcasts we did, the first time we played um, uh, an MJ Hibbert song, which was the song Sod It, Let's Get Pissed, which was, I think it was like podcast number five or six or mm. something like that. And I called him, with my tongue quite firmly in my cheek, I called him the East Midlands Springsteen. <laughs> <laughs> but that song reminds me as, uh, 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 more than anything else, more than any other song, of the song Wrecking Ball, which I know we've discussed and played on the podcast before, but because that's about a stadium and all the memories associated with the stadium, and and it says uh, uh, tonight all the dead are here, and it, it's, it's talking about all the all the ghosts mm-hmm. and memories that are inherent in a sports stadium, and and it and how that affects you. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Yeah, it's a great song. Mm-hmm. Can we uh, very briefly go, go back, back to, to the guy yeah. my voices? So, so what was the question you asked? The que- my question was. My question, my, my question is: Does Pollard 
sing about cheese because no well no well, it says he does on the on the back it of the does cover. say that he does it mentions sleeve notes here say the lyrics on the on the sleeve say mm. you offer salvation and I salivate mm. at the thought of my next free cheese yes hear the voice yeah now yeah. this is very exciting because that's obviously a mention of cheese I mm. like cheese yeah, uh-huh. yeah, I've got a love cheese. And it would be the only mention of cheese in any Guided by Voices song. Are you sure about that? I am sure about that, yeah. Are you sure? What about Brie Thousand? <laughs> Brie. Brie Thousand? Brie, Brie okay. No, Brie Thousand, yeah. Okay, yeah, uh, moving on. Um, <laughs> you were saying... <laughs> but he doesn't, does he? He doesn't say cheese. So someone's having a He says choice. He says choice, And yeah. you, you, are, you, are you being serious when he says this causes controversy no, in, really, in the Guided by Voices it's, 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 community? It's, no, it doesn't really. It's clear, he you and Paddy Considine email about this relative... <laughs> red, red it clearly says choice, but it does clearly say cheese on the back of that record, doesn't it? It does. Yeah. And What's he trying to do to us, Bob? Uh, I don't know. He's trying it's, to drive yeah. the community apart. I'd yeah. like him to sing a live version with the word cheese in it. If you come from near or far, driving a motor car, if you're struggling a shooting star, welcome to Rebel Ricketts World of Star! Welcome to Rebel Ricketts World of Star! Welcome to Rebel Ricketts World of Star! Yes, indeed, we're back in the hallowed world of Scar. Thank fuck. Well, yeah, yeah, but there, there's a crisis going on in the world of Scar, I'm oh, afraid. Skexit! No, no, it's not that. No, good one, though. Uh, no, we've run out of travel money. We've got oh. no money to get to all these exotic locations we uh, go to. Cutbacks. Yeah, cutbacks, you see. Austerity. Austerity, Britain. Yeah. Um, and so so what, what we did, do, we pitched down to the south coast um, <laughs> in Brighton. Uh, and without wanting to be catty, oh. one of the best ska band reside there. Oh. The mighty Meow Meows. Oh, how, how have you found about these? Well, I think you might have mentioned something. <laughs> Uh, on a ba- on an LP called Typical Girls, yes. uh, which is all punk, ska, alt, uh, and they're, they're all fronted by females um, in a sort of tribute to the Slits. Well, it's, uh, a, it's a Slits reference, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's a Slits, slits reference. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think, I think I'm safe in saying that this is the best track on there. Uh, well, yes. it's got, yeah, well, hang on, it's got Slum of Legs on it. Slum of Legs are on it, And yeah. it's Razorblade the Tape, which we played we on, did our, like that one, on yeah. podcast number 32. Yeah. It's a uh, mix of mix of quality, though, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I would say, in my opinion. <laughs> shopping, shopping on it. Shopping on it. I yeah. haven't, haven't you heard the, tr- the track, shopping, but the shopping I've done on here. I quite like the splits. So they're everything that shopping does is usually good, mm. so I'm sure that's good, mm. too. Yeah, the splits are on it as well, they're quite good. Uh-huh. So, and, uh, I mean, well, but it's, this is, I think this is the best reggae one, or scary one. There wasn't many scary ones on there. That's the only one. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> so of all of the out of the one scar song on there, this was definitely the best. So in, I, I think we can say in everyone's opinion, this is the best scar song on that album. And who is it? Here is the meow meows with rude girls gone to jail.
was uh, West London's Finest, The Tuts, um, with a cover of West London's Finest, The Clash. <laughs> um, uh, really can't fail that uh, track. They've got a new album coming out on September the 8th. Uh, their debut album, in fact, it seems like they've been around for a while, the Tuts, but it's the, their debut album is coming out. It's called Update Your Brain. It's out on the 8th of September. Uh, I've pledged for the album, so I got that track as a free sort of preview download. I don't think that track's actually on the album. Uh, a track that is on the album is uh, has just been released online yesterday, so, and it's called Give Us Something Worth Voting For, and it's fantastic, so go and Google that as well whilst mm. you're about it. And it's time for another album review. And this, this today, we're reviewing an album by Stephen Hudson and the Fiat Pandas. Yeah. And it's called Used To Be Fun. And it's called Used To Be Fun yeah. on Nugget Records. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and, uh, yeah, Fiat Pandas. They're, uh, they're, they're Stephen Hudson and Emma Tosinski on violin. Uh, Stephen Hudson plays does all the singing and plays all the keyboards and uh, the guitars. Emma Tuzinski on violin, Paul Dobson on bass, and a few different people, James Taylor, presumably not that one, uh, Tom <laughs> Peters and Tom Diffenthal on drums on the various different tracks. And just because I have to get this out of my system, I have to get this out of my system. Mm. Uh, my, my brother's girlfriend had a Fiat Panda, oh, yeah. and I, I drove in a Fiat Panda. Was it black and white? No, it wasn't black and white, no. It was, was red. red. Well, it would be, red. that's the only other possibility, It's like you read my mind. Yeah. You, you weren't there, were you? No. Yeah, no. It's, what did it run on? What did it run on? Yeah. Well, it ran petrol. Bamboo. What do you expect <laughs> to run on bamboo? And was it um, uh, very difficult to make those cars? They're very difficult to reproduce. Apparently, the, the, those yeah, yeah, yeah. And 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 it wasn't a giant either. Before you say that, because <laughs> <laughs> we're not talking about pandas in zoos here. Oh, we're not. It's a car. <laughs> Your voice wonders a little bit there. Get a bit emotional about it. <laughs> so anyway, it happens all the time. <laughs> Used to be fun. Yeah. Like this podcast. Yes, indeed. So it's uh, ten tracks. The, the band that we were um, a, a while ago when the Time Machine played in in Liverpool, and one of their band was wearing a, a t-shirt, and we were talking about them, and they said, "Hey, you should check out this band." So, uh, so we did, and this is their new album, and you can get it from Stephen Hudson, Stephen with a ph, Stephen Hudson dot bandcamp dot com, uh, and it's uh, it's kind of got it's it's got a little bit of Buffalo Tom about yeah, it in, yeah. in places. Especially the opening track, a little bit if if you like kind of Dinosaur Junior and Stephen Mountain and the Jicks that kind of mm. thing, but a bit smoother, better yeah. produced really. A bit more Americana. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, a yeah. bit softer than that really. But AM. You what? AM. AM what? AM radio sound. Uh, you know well, you mean no. it's really unclear, and you know. <laughs> That had more edge than that. Yeah, more edge than that. Yeah, yeah definitely, definitely, definitely. Can I say as well, because I, I, I was sent off to review this, obviously I'll do it badly, yeah. uh, but um, I had very low expectations. because well, why was that? Because I, well, I, first thing I saw was a YouTube video yeah. uh, of our man, our, our hero, mm. Stephen, uh, at a concert, walking across the stage, tripped over a wire, right. to general you know, lack of mirth. Before. Yes. Got up, apologised, tried to sell He tried to sell a CD, so yeah. we've only got one left, but it'll help us get to Manchester. <laughs> So I thought this isn't going to be desperate. That. This isn't going to be the highest quality yeah. uh, material I'm ever going to hear. Yeah. And yet, and yet, mm. uh, put the album on. Uh, starts with the song "Just Forget It." Mm. Yeah. Uh, the vocals kick in straight away. That's right. Yeah. The the, the drum and bass coming really tight. Yeah. Uh, it's a rocking tune. Really enjoy the song and thought, well, is that the same guy? Um, but but no. I've, I, overall, 
a really accomplished, well-played, tuneful uh, 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 piece, mm. but also the sounds on the record, um, the, I, I'd call the bass muscular. Mm. Yeah, I would call the drums deep and soulful, mm. and it's that kind of that gave it the the the, the grounding uh, for him to put lots of songwriting on the top. And it's uh, well produced, very well who, produced. Who it produces it, Rebel? Uh, uh, um, mixed by Tom Peters, who's right. also the drummer on some of the songs. Oh, right. So maybe that's why the drums sound good. And mastered by a guy by called Dan Dan Beasley. Oh. So hats off to Tom and yeah, yeah. Tom mm. and Dan, the Free Letter Crew. Yeah, good, good. And uh, there's a. Um, uh, yeah, there's a bit, bit of Bob Mould in there, a bit of Brendan Benson, I thought, and on some of the songs, so the, the, the more fa the faster ones, like your Grandma's Pearls. And uh, um, I, I'd, I'd like to highlight a particular um, uh, the, the song Colin's Mum, which wasn't really one of my favourites, but it starts off very quiet with the violin, and the, all the songs with the violin on are fantastic. It starts, it's, it's kind of a bit morose, that one. It's a bit more Nick Cave, kind of, no more shall we part, kind of here in Nick Cave. But it has an, a, a lyric in there, if you dissect a brain... You'll find a derailed train. If you look in the heart, you wouldn't know where to start. Now, I'm no expert on mm. anatomy, but I'm pretty sure That's not that if you dissect a brain, you will not find a derailed train. No, it isn't. Yeah. Well, but it depends, because if, if you are uh, someone who has been killed by being beaten over the head by a train that at one point was railed to something else, yeah. and, and this, this, this train is beaten... Deep into your skull. Yeah. Yes. When that that brain is then removed, it may well have a derailed. Well, that's that's very true. Yes. Yeah. But, but I thought uh, it. I thought it. More would you really like... need to dissect that brain in order to know the cause of death? By the way, it does say <laughs> on, on their on their Bandcamp page. It that's says, "Hello, we are Stephen Hudson and the Fiat Pandas. We write bittersweet pop songs about dog walking and murder." Well, there you Maybe go. That's yeah. It. Indeed. I was thinking yeah. it was more talking about in figuratively. Not necessarily yeah, to be taken yeah, literally. Yeah. No, 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 and no, I, that's an alternative way. Of it, <laughs> but, <laughs> but I thought it might be disturbed dreams. Ooh. You know, you dream of being in a in a train that's that's derailed. You know, or, maybe, or maybe yeah. the train is a metaphor for something else. Anyway, that, I didn't. Deep. See, that, that was one of the songs I didn't particularly enjoy. No, I didn't like that album. So I'd, I'd like to talk about some of the ones I really yeah. did like. I reckon um, there's about seven you liked. There was about seven I liked. Yes, there was. Uh, there were seven I, I liked. Right? I really liked. The, well, the opening three tracks are all fantastic. Um, Just forget it, which we mentioned before. Hen House Wrestler, which is a bit more poppy and. You know, probably the, the one one of the more, most accessible songs on there. Uh, used to be fun. The title track is a slower one. It's got it's got more piano and violin on mm. it at the start, and it and it builds. It gets louder as it goes along. It's very good. I really, really, really like Night Terrors, which has got a bit of a waterman, water boys, fisherman blues kind yeah. of feel about it with yeah. the violin, and it's a bit rough around the edges. Um, sounds like quite live. It's a bit more of a country feel that one. Mm. Uh, Probably the fastest track on the album is Your Grandma's Pearls, which I love very much. Uh, and uh, Denny Strong, it's a very slow song, uh, a bit more of a ballad, and it kind of builds mm. up again, great violin on that. Uh, mm. you, you, you like the same ones? Or? Uh, very, very, very similar. I, I didn't like Colin's mum. No. The, 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 the refrain on that is, digger deep, digger deep. And that song. And there's a bit of a repetitive bit about you cannot live under the gaze of your mother, your mother, your mother. As well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it just didn't. It was. It was a bit. It was, I think that's probably the slowest song on the album. It didn't really grab me that one. Didn't yeah. work for me. Yeah. And then Mrs. Steckenberg. Stecklenburg. 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 Uh, yeah. I I really didn't like that at all. No, I didn't just like the that. word Stecklenburg for some reason <laughs> turned me off. 
Yeah. Well, I, 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 it's all a matter of pace. In, in, in the lyrics, she seems to be some kind of Mrs. Robinson type older woman yeah. thing. Um, and he talks about not, not kissing girls his own age or something like that. Um, and perhaps the, the subject of the song, Mrs. Stecklenburg, may well be the mother of the uh, Holland du Dutch goalkeeper. Oh, yeah. Ex Fulham, just signed for Everton. Everton yeah. Martin Stecklenburg. It's not clear, it's not stated whether there's no mention of her son being the goalkeeper in the lyric. But, no, it's, um, it's, it's, but it's implied, it's left isn't it? It's left for us to decide, really, isn't it? Yes, yeah, left for the listener to, to decide. Yeah, mm. but I, I wasn't so keen on that one, and I wasn't so keen on the track that follows that, which is called Happy to Be in the Same Dream as You, which I, I, is interesting, mm. but it's it, it doesn't sound like the rest of the album. It starts off with a kind of jumpy piano, slightly odd time signature thing, and some hand claps. Yeah. Uh, it's a little bit Ben Foldsy, uh, and I do quite like Ben Folds. But the thing I don't like about some Ben Foldsy stuff is it sounds a bit seventies, not in a good way. Seventies in a kind of Fleetwood Mackey super tramp, specifically mm. super tramp way, and I can't get on board with any of that. So well, I, I, I do no like that for one. that whatsoever. Yeah, you I like do. That yeah, yeah, I like that one. But there again, I do like Ben Folds. Mm. Yeah, and, and I yeah. might even like one or two songs by some of those other bands you've mentioned. But I won't. I don't really yeah. want to go into that this okay. day. Um, but if, if we're choosing ones to play, uh, then uh, Night Terror is probably my favourite, but, but I'm very happy to play any of those ones I just mentioned. So Yeah, well, I think uh, my, my favourites of the ones I'm not going to play, but I really liked, I, I had a similar seven to you, uh, but just forget it, I thought it was a standout rocker, shall we say, and yeah. your grandma's pearls as well. Yeah. Uh, I think when he, when, he, when he cranks it up a bit, uh, he, he really nails it. Uh, but my the song I'm definitely going to play, and for me the, the you best. You said song, there was one song that stood out. It really. stood out, and I don't have mentioned this before, but sometimes I have moments. You do have moments, yeah. Yeah, I have moments yeah. where where the, the music takes over, mm. and I go into a trance-like state. Yeah, you uh, break down really. And and I, I have been known to. Where cry. were you when this well, happened? I was actually on a train station. It's oh. probably worth pointing out. And which one was that? Earlstone train oh. station. And oh. if you go in over the bridge, yeah. the first between platform one and two. Yeah, there'll be a plaque uh, there soon, won't there? Definitely. <laughs> the rebel rookie moment was here. Yeah. So enough. Uh, uh, rebel rookie. Yeah, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and the wind was up. Uh, the wind was up, and it was blowing through your hair, through my locks, my golden yeah. locks. Yeah. And um, the, the 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 song itself starts very slowly. Uh, with the piano following the vocals, mm -hmm. uh, and then the violin comes in, mm -hmm. and, and it has a, cir a circular part to it. Uh, and I, on that bridge, mm. I went into a trance. Did, did you stop? I did stop, yeah. Mm. I stopped and just looked down the railway line. Wow, did you uh, think about... I thought about life and deep things. Did you think about going over the top of the... No, no, it wasn't. It's not that kind of song. song. It wasn't yeah. that sort of moment. Yeah. <laughs> it's called Denny Strong. Strong be the, the key thing there. Yeah. 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 No, but it made me ref reflect on the world and life. Yeah. Uh, and Did you push someone on? No, I didn't push anyone else up. No, it's not that kind of song. Um, yeah, so that, that was... Uh, uh, but the whole song develops into a sort of cinematic film. Again, it's because of, of that kind of... You know, you feel like you're in a film. Yeah. Uh, and you you move and you 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 well, your life is a very song. your life is very much a film style you know a movie style but Werner Herzog sort of thing <laughs> lifestyle isn't it you know. yeah uh, possibly yeah. yeah so so for me Denny Strong uh, yeah. best song on the album you're you're gonna love hearing that when you get the chance okay. well before we play that then oh. we will we'll play that in just a minute but I've, yeah. I've a, I have a little theory a I'd theory. like to is it, is, is it your theory is that a word expound expound yeah, yeah. I'd like to expound a theory yeah. to you Stephen Hudson yeah. and the Fiat Pandas Stephen yes. with a PH yeah, yes. I put it to you sirs wizards yeah. that all of the great Stephens in the world of music mm. spell right. their name with a PH mm. there are no Stephens 
there are some Steves, but there are no Stevens mm. with a V. Mm. And I'll, 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 I'll throw some names Have you got any evidence for this clip? The magnetic field Stephen Merritt. Well, Stephen, isn't it? S- Stephen. Stephen. Yeah. It's spelled with a very strange, isn't it? Yeah. It's spelled Stephen. S-T-I-N. Is it? Yeah. I don't know. The first hurdle of that's the case. Okay, well, It's a PH, anyway. His name's Stephen. Stephen Malkmus, as just mentioned. Morrissey. Yes. Um, Stephen Jones, oh, yeah, yeah. Stephen Street. Whilst we're on the subject, mm-hmm. Stephen Jones okay. from Baby Bird, as you as you quite rightly point out. Yeah. Stephen Morris from um, New Order and Joy Division. Oh yeah. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Stephen Stills, if you want to go about, there. For what that about one. Uh, Little Stephen? Steve Van Zant, you mean Steve? No, no, well, Little Stephen. Miami Steve. We don't. People don't call him Stephen Van Zant. Well, maybe you might want to call him Little, Mr. Little. Yeah. No. Normally, you'd call him Steve Van Zant or Miami Steve Van Zant. Mr. Van Zant, I think. But yeah, and then, yeah. then, then the, the the issue there. So he's a Steve, so he doesn't count. Yeah, mm, yeah. Okay. So we're looking for a Stephen with a PH, who who isn't any good. Well, no, no, no. Of course, sorry, no, no, we're looking for a Stephen with a V. I'm not saying all Stephens with a PH are make great music. because well, no, that. Uh, well, that's but I'm saying all the Stephens who make music, all the best ones, spell yeah. it with a PH. <laughs> right. Interestingly, Stephen Jones. You mentioned Stephen Jones from uh, from Baby Bird. I, yes. For some reason, I I think his Although he performs under the name Stephen with a PH, yes, his real name is Stephen with a V. <laughs> is yeah, it? I think so. So when he when he was first getting started in the music business, and yeah. he thought, I don't want to be called Stephen Jones. <laughs> no. It's too boring. Yeah. And, the, and anyway, there's always that guy from the Pistols. Right. You yeah. know, I don't want exactly. to get confused with him. Exactly. Or that guy who used to present the Pyramid Game. Remember that okay. game no, show no, many no. years ago? No, no, no. Right. Yeah. Uh, so he uh, changed his it's a stage name. But, so I know, I know what I'll do. Yeah, I'll, I'll change it to PH. Yeah. Then there'll be no confusion whatsoever. Or, or he yeah. may be thinking, look, the only good Stevens in music. Exactly, I think that's what he's thinking. That's all, what the, he's all, thinking. The, all the good Stevens. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So actually, that's that's grist to your mill, isn't it? It is. Yeah. It is more more proof mill. should we need it? Yeah. Mm. Well, if listen, if you can think of a of a, if you if you think of a of a really great Stephen, mm. not Steve. I don't no, care. No, no, no. I'd like to just make that clear. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think you have. Steves don't count. No. Stephen, first name, not shaking Stevens, you're not having that. <laughs> no, no, uh, no. no. Um, yeah, yeah. Right, please write in. In the meantime... To stop this nonsense. Yeah. From the album Used To Be Fun, mm. it's by Stephen Hudson and the Fiat Pandas. Denny Strong. Denny Strong I could write thousand lines and they'd all be lies But I have known for quite some time I'm not surprised that you look surprised Take my heart and you make it ache Why do you let the beat skip so Dreams and dreams 
this last lesson It's time for Kicker's Questions. Hey. And I know you boys have been working hard over, right. the, over the summer uh, recess. Six, six we have, but not on, not on your questions. <laughs> no, yeah. no, no, you've been totally ignoring them. Um, but I, better, I better remind you then, uh, there were two questions that we left you mm-hmm. thinking about. The first one uh, was, what is the origin of the Gabba Gabba Hay purloined by the infamous t-shirt brand, the Ramones? <laughs> right. The mm-hmm. Splits. No. It's a film. I'm yes, I know that. I don't know the name of the film, but it's a film about um, circus mm. um, people. Finish, finish that. Circus. What would go with circus? Circus what? It's, it's kind of got disabled people yeah, yeah. and yeah, uh, yeah. M- m- malformed people. And, um, well, know, the film's called Freaks. Freaks, yeah. It's, a, oh, it's an old black and white film. That's right. The, Todd Browning yeah. film Freaks. That's where he does. Yes. Oh, I've from. seen that film. Have you? Yeah. Is, is it horrible? It's, it's, it's kind of interesting. So where yeah. does the Gabba Gabba Hay come in then? I don't know. All right. I don't know. Okay. I think it's one of them. One of them says it. Right. Not. I don't think they say gabba gabba hey. I think they just say gabba. Okay. 
Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right, that was the first. Uh, there's a there's a there's a song I can't remember which Ramones song it is that has bits from that. Is it "Gimme Gimme Gimme Shock Treatment" or something? I don't know. There's a, there's other oh, with excerpts from things from because uh, oh, right. you know, there's a lot of references to the treatment of the mentally ill yeah, in uh, right, yeah. Ramones stuff about yeah. I want to be sedated and, yeah, yeah. and, that, and shock treatment and yeah, that kind yeah. of thing. Um, yeah, I can't remember which song it is, but okay. yeah. Well, there's something to look at. Yeah, Rebel Rick is. Yes. Okay. Well, I did a lot of work on your second. Well, question. this one I thought you might guess. Because uh, remind us of the question. Well, the question was which XTC song references two contemporary acts and who are they? So this is a song that came out uh, in the seventies, uh, late seventy nine. Let's say I'll give you that. It's seventy nine. Song that came out in seventy nine mentions two other acts going in nineteen seventy nine. Well, it's one of them that famous act that were both popular in nineteen seventy nine that you might have forgotten about now. Silent Rock. <laughs> Is that one of them? It's a different song to that. So it's not okay. Making plans for Nigel, just throwing it out there, no. No. Um, no thugs in our house. <laughs> okay. Well, farm boys. I'll tell you farm what it, boys I'll tell wages. You what, I'll tell you I'll give you I'll give you a second chance, okay? Oh thank god. This is the song, can you hear who's mentioned?
So, Rebel, did you hear the important line there? I think they said something about wanting Joe and wanting Tom. Is yeah. that is that That's Joe right. Strummer and Tom Robinson? It is. Oh. Yeah. 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 And was it um, um, was he referring to the fact that you know they were because that song's about getting disillusioned with punk rock. He said he said he actually really believed he'd been taken in. He he thought there was a movement that he was part of, mm. and he got more and more disillusioned with it, mm. and he got more and more disillusioned because some of the characters in it weren't his ideal of what punk rock and they weren't authentic right are you uh, guessing this or are you thinking this is what he said no no I've read the book oh you read the book read the book yeah and it was only when I've just referenced the book again I've realised you basically read the whole book yeah which has got the name of this yeah. song in it yeah <laughs> before you re- uh, you didn't you read the whole book yeah. and you still didn't know no that that was the song well, there's, there's a lot of isn't this mentioned in the book yeah it's it is mentioned in the book yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. But the problem yeah, with the book is it, yeah. that it's it's six hundred pages long. There's a lot of facts in there. Right. I, I can't be expected to remember you them. You didn't all. read the whole thing constantly thinking, what was that question? <laughs> I got I got absorbed in the book and forgot what the question was. I'll tell you what. Would yeah. you like a new new question? Let's. Let's. Okay. Right. So here here's a question. Now actually, I had a little bit of little bit of help with this question. No, okay. I'll, I'll answer that as I get into it. So. I started thinking because uh, you know I've had a backlog of, of kickers questions, mm. Uh, mm. but this this was very much a new question that mm. I've come up with for you, and so it's right up to date, right up to date with uh, with your modern music and uh, what you know basically what everybody's listening to, right. all the kids are listening to. Yes, yeah, are they good? Yeah. So anyway, the question is: Which nineteen eighties Peterborough-based band were known to perform in a box? Offering a choice of songs, each being activated by pressing a button. They did two Peel sessions. Yeah. And they share their name with one of... Uh, sorry, they share the name of one of their better-known songs with an early Jan Burnett, out of, off of Spare Snare, mm-hmm. side project. Yeah? <laughs> that's, that's multi-layered, that now, question. Right. The fact that they... Is it, it's not... Living in a box. <laughs> it's not them. That, that so, song, cardboard. Living in a box. <laughs> no, it's not them. No, which was about living in a box. It's not them. No, it's not them. It's not them. No. no. Now this, it, it, I thought, I thought. Well, I, I know that the name is the same. The name of this, the name of this song mm. by this band, is the same as the the name of a, a spare snare side project, which I'm aware of. Mm. But I can contacted Jan just to confirm that he yes. has named the band after, after song. the song. Yeah. And he actually said that he hadn't. Oh. Uh, but, but that his duo partner uh, did, uh, so that the band is named after this song, and a little he gave me a little snippet here. So this is a bit of showbiz oh, gloss wow. that's coming in here <laughs> yeah. now, right? A bit of showbiz uh, because this will this will really make it obvious. He points out that he a little interesting side fact. He says that Kenny, <laughs> Kenny Anderson. Better known as King Ch- Creosote. Oh, I thought he was oh, in the Chairman of Bolton Wanderers. Yeah. Oh. Is also a massive fan of this band. But who are they? Tune in next time. It's a complicated game, this, isn't it? <laughs>
Johnny grew a beard and it took him all summer. Johnny grew a beard and it took him all summer. Johnny grew a beard and it took him all summer. Johnny grew a beard and it took him all summer. It was the summer of '64. I was five and Johnny was four. And when he knocked on my door, there was stubble on his face where it wasn't before. And Johnny really liked it, but his mum didn't like it. Johnny didn't shave. Johnny grew a beard and it took him all summer. It took him all summer. Johnny grew a beard and it took him all summer. a crest sandwich it got full of crest the night got short and his beard grew long it felt so right although it looked so wrong With the time machine, that was Johnny grew a beard, and it took him all summer. All summer. This is the, this is the wizard's cost. So uh, the band, the Amazing Devil, have a new album out. It's their debut album. It's called Love Run. Um, they've got some. You're going to like the names of these guys in this band. <laughs> uh, they've got uh, on um, drums, percussion, and flute. They've got the Pesadello. Oh yeah. Uh, right. On um, vocals, Scarlet Scarlet. Mm. On electric guitar, Catherine Wheel. Oh, very good. <laughs> very on good. vocals and cello, Hell Wish. And on vocals, acoustic guitar and piano, the Blue Furious Boy. Good lot. Good lot. Um, those are not their real names, are they? Those are not their real names. Scarlet Scarlet 
the the female vocalist. Oh, her. I read about her. Red. Red. Oh, I see. Yes. Yeah. Scarlet Scarlet is also known as Madeleine Highland, who was the female singer in Dexys when we saw them. In Liverpool oh, really? a few yeah. years ago. Okay. Um, and if you know the album One Day I'm Going to a Saw, which they played in full of that album, uh, the the uh, Madeline enters the stage as this idealised, unattainable vision of beauty in the song She's Got a Wiggle, this perfect woman. Uh, and uh, then Kevin Rowland in the in the story he, he woos her until she finally accepts his advances and then Kevin Rowland proceeds to yeah. mess it up uh, <laughs> after that. Uh, uh, and, like his uh, own career, really. Uh, well, you know. Yeah. Of course, well, he, but he's come back now and he's fantastic. You know. Yeah. Um, but uh, I think when, when she came on and, pl- and played that that character, uh, I think I think I'm probably fair to say we all fell a little bit in love with her from our mm. front row seats. Uh, and, I and she that. played that ideal, ideal woman very, very well. Uh, and... But but I think it's also fair to say that whilst that is a fantastic album, uh, she doesn't really get a chance to show off what a good singer she is in, mm. in much on no, that album. Uh, a lot of the there's quite a lot of speaking. There's quite a lot of drama stuff in there, and there is indeed quite a lot of drama on this amazing Devil album. But also there is some fantastic singing and playing from both her and the uh, aforementioned Blue Furious Boy. Mm. Um, the, this check out the video for this as well on YouTube. Uh, this is kind of the lead song that's been uh, re- released ahead of the album. The whole album is well worth checking out. It's 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 intriguing. It's a mixed bag uh, in in terms of subject matter. I I having listened to this song, I thought the whole thing was going to be because this song could have it sounds like an old folk song in many ways. Mm. The subject matter could have been written two hundred years ago. Uh, but there's other songs which which are much which mention much more contemporary themes, including net Netflix passwords and things like that coming up. Uh, so it's 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 uh, it's a, it's an unpredictable album, but it's very very good, and may well be hearing more of this when we get to our end of year oh. roundup. Uh, but anyway, this song is uh, the track two from the album. It's the Amazing Devil with King. When you are gone. Darkness and howling, I'll keep him from drowning as our boat is untethered from the dark. I'll keep the king, keep him safe at bay. safe from the dark things that wait in that house at the top of the rock in that house at the top of the rock Sins. 
Sure. 
And that was the Au Pairs, or Au Pairs in fact, uh, led by the fantastic Leslie Woods, of course, uh, with the track uh, Headache for Michelle, taken from the album Playing with a Different Sex, their debut album, that came out in 1981. One of the great post-punk records, I think, mm. uh, often overlooked. Um, and uh, uh, they're perhaps best known for the song It's Obvious, mm-hmm. uh, which was actually a hit, wasn't it? I think it yeah. hit on top 40 anyway. Um, but this this song I think is is fantastic and uh, with its lines like uh, are you working for or with the state they're selling you smack at a slightly cheaper rate because you're not a threat when you're out of your head mm. uh, yeah and and still and very very are they do they then start talking about Malcolm yes so is that the guy from the ruts they're talking about specifically or, or I would guess so I don't yeah. know so right. I don't know you might know more than about that I don't uh, when I read it I thought it's Malcolm McLaren but when Putting it in context, it's, it's bound to be Malcolm Moore, is it, really? Well, well probably, I, mean, but I don't know that for a fact. No, no. But it was, I mean, when I first, I think I've heard it years ago, and when, again, listeners on the way to the train station. Um, <laughs> not another moment, sure. Not we? another moment. No, it was more, it was an awkward listen. It was, it yeah. was really hard to, but there again, it is talking about a paranoid, dystopian yeah, state, isn't it? Exactly. Uh, yeah. And it gets that across. Yeah. Uh, and on further listens, you know, and it, it's great like, voice though don't you think oh yeah yeah, yeah. but uh, we played Vivian Goldman uh, a few podcasts ago and it's very reminiscent of that and I yeah. suppose there was a lot going on uh, in that kind of area with dub and the slits and all that yeah, sort of yeah. stuff uh, and you know after a few more listens you, 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 you're, you're absorbed by that world and I've, yeah, yeah. I've really started to enjoy it yeah no, brilliant song uh, and before that we had uh, Amazing, Amazing Devil. Devil well I didn't did you get a sense of I, I didn't know where that was coming from. You know, it's very rare that you hear something thinking, well, is this, music, is yeah, this, is this musical theatre? Yeah, <laughs> it is a bit like that. Isn't have it? you seen yeah. the video? Yes, I have. That will confuse you I, even, even more. more so, yeah. yeah. I thought it was a bit of Games of Thrones there. I wonder if that was the sort of theme. But I don't really know. There's it's, fellas it's, it's running around bizarre. with painted red eyes and a white head and this <laughs> sort of, uh, you know, middle ages. and. Mm. Well, if you've seen any pictures of them playing live... Uh, they they wear a lot of woad apparently, which yes. is some kind of blue stuff that people put on their face back in the day. Uh, I'm not talking about back in the day of the Blitz Club in the early eighties. I mean back in back, <laughs> back in the day, back in the day. Uh, yeah, and they're, they're, yeah, they were bizarre. They're, they're quite theatrical. I'm intrigued to see them. I was live. intrigued. They, they, yeah. they, they, they yeah, only, yeah, they've only played in London so far, but uh, it does say on their website that they're going to be uh, doing a tour. So we'll keep an eye out for them. But it's a bit, it's a little bit kind of, a little bit Kate Bush. Yeah, yeah, I think was, in, yeah. In, 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 in as much as it's kind of seems to be old. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, but, but, like but songs the, that seem yeah. to be. But by the same not token, the by the same token it's, so, it's so unusual with everything that's going on, though, that it seemed new. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it seemed quite kind of fresh, and I thought, this is. I, I couldn't place it. It's no. almost like, you know, it's. I don't think we've played much like that before. No, no, no that's yeah. fair. Yeah. And, uh, and it wasn't unpleasant. I thought it was, yeah, I was pretty impressed by it. Interesting to hear more. Hey, you're just instrumental. Yes, it's the My Instrumental pick uh, for this podcast. Uh, so you've researched yourself? No, no. Um, Sharitho sent me through... Uh, and I have no idea where he got it from. He doesn't appear to have listened to it. Uh, <laughs> I think it was at El Paso Records or something like that. Oh. It's the same record company that did the... Where were they from? Paraguay or something? We had somebody from South America yeah. who was in your world of Scar yeah. a while ago. Yeah. And they had the, the, the reggae versions of the cowboy themes. Do you remember them? <laughs> uh, to be honest, I don't. I, 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 
Uh, I'm 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 a huge fan of of cowboy themes. We know. And as as we we discussed before, I played mm. tracks off that uh, that compilation, the Big Gundale. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I found Tempranos. They were called Tempranos. Tempranos. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. played them a while ago. Yeah, no, you didn't send me that. Didn't I not? No, no, no. no. no I went and found those boys myself. Okay. <laughs> right. Well, the the same record label as them. Oh, is, right. is these Barcelonians. Right. Well, that, this it's a four track EP. Mm-hmm. And frankly, what are they called? Uh, they're, they're called the Upshitters. That's a shame. That's a shame, isn't it? So, well, no, but don't, don't you realise that? Yeah. yeah, no, no, it's the Upshitters. No, but from taking all the from the Upshitters. Yeah, 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 yeah. But no, because oh. it's it's this is Spanish. Right. Uh, because in Spain, to cure hiccups, you're standing your head whilst having a shit, shitting upwards. Do you? It's true. That's a foul. Well, <laughs> does that cure hiccups? Cured. Because you're so worried about the shit falling in your mouth. And you just keep your mouth firmly closed and no, hold no, your breath. No one knows. Is this yeah, more research that you've done? Yeah. Practical experience. Yeah, it works. How does that cure? <laughs> I mean, just they works. say they say if you want if you want to cure hiccups, you you need a shock. Well, that's going to give you a shock when that lands next it's, to your it's head. It's all it's all to do with the combination of muscles you're using. Gravity's got to be worse. Because shitting you upwards is much harder than it sounds. No, I think it sounds hard. Well, okay, well, it, it is hard. Yeah. It is hard. And, you know, like, uh, you're concentrating on your headstand. Yeah. Uh, and then, obviously, you're concentrating on pushing, yeah. really pushing. Oh, you know, this, this sounds awful. Yeah, well, it's what cures hiccups. Right. So I don't I'd rather have hiccups. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a great way to think of the name of your band. Why Absolutely, not? yeah. Mm. But, mm. but <laughs> ne- nevertheless, yes. uh, so as soon as I listened to uh, uh, what Sharitho sent me, <laughs> uh, I thought, hold on. This is this is like it's scar obviously, mm. uh, but it's got that fantastic Telstar Telstar organ yeah, sort of yeah, sound yeah, of it, yeah, and it, it's actually called cosmic reggae. Mm. Uh, this isn't the most. It's actually <laughs> this isn't the most psychedelic or the best song on the EP. Oh, you said that for later, are you? No, no. The problem with that is that as an instrumental track, they didn't have no. lyrics on them, but they drop in bits of of you know dialogue. Yeah, dialogue yeah. from from different places. Oh, so yeah. which barred the other three, but yes. the whole EP is so fantastic mm. uh, that even this in this hits the bar yeah. of, a, of a great instrumental song. Mm. They are actually uh, a, a, a Barcelonian all-star reggae band. Okay. So they've come together for this. Actually, the, the EP is a tribute to Yuri Gagarin. 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 And, and it's 50-year anniversary of him being the first man on the moon, mm. allegedly. They wanted to celebrate well, that. First man in space. He wasn't the first man on first the moon. First man in space. Well... 60-year anniversary, it'll be. 60, is it, was he not the first one on the moon? No, I mean, is, that, is that not Western yeah. propaganda that he was? No, he was on the moon. He didn't go on the moon. Well, even the, even the Russians didn't say he went to the moon. First man no. in space. Well, well, the I'm, first man in space. I'm saying he went on the moon. Okay, <laughs> and I'm wrong. That's what fine. does Yuri Gagarin say? He, he's dead. Right. Well, so you can yeah, facts prove anything. Well, that, yeah. <laughs> they prove, killed him to keep him silent. Exactly. You can prove anything with facts. That's the problem. Yeah, so... you know, Give this a compiled tribute to Pama, Impact and Trojan Records. Mm. Yeah, so and uh, the weird thing was, I was trying to find out more about them mm. uh, and I was directing. So you, were, you were Googling Upshitters, yeah. which is how you found out about this uh, strange. <laughs> no, no, he sent me the Upshitters <laughs> and then I Googled Upshitters to try and find more, more about it and I was directed to the Madness website. Mm. And the Madness mm. website had a video of the Upshitters uh, and I, there, was no, there was no words around it. I don't know why it was on the Madness website. I mean, I, I realise how digress here and no one's. And I see why you're yawning. Fine. So. I'll have another beer. So anyway, so shall we play them? Yeah, please do, yeah. Uh, so here are the, <laughs> here are the upshitters yeah, with Petons, Fugisia, mm. Orbitant, Andromeda.
And we've just heard there uh, Wild Billy Childish and CMTF with the song CNTM, CTMF uh, from the album SQ1, more presumably Square One, which is estimated to be his 150th LP, uh, which has come out this year. And it sounds very much like the previous 149, <laughs> you'd have to, uh, have to admit. But that's a good thing. Yeah, you know, it's, we, it's we, in a groove. Well, the reason why you don't, it's because they wanted to sound like this. Yeah, they don't want to sound like the Smiths. They <laughs> yeah. don't want to sound like yeah. Um, so yeah, there's not much to say about that apart from if you like Wild Billy Childish, you'll like this one. Mm. Yeah, yeah, mm. and it it, it it mentions Joe Strummer as well. It does, yes. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Yeah. Uh, well, actually, it also says uh, it also um, claims that the second album was Give Us Enough Rope, which it isn't. It's mm. Give Them Enough Rope. Mm. Uh, I'd like to make launch a bit of a defence of Give Them Enough Rope. I think it's Sandy Perlman, the producer. The much maligned producer. Dead. He died a couple of weeks mm. ago, and um, it, it, you know people always slate off um, the second Clash album, and they say, oh, "Well, it doesn't sound like country, it's overproduced." But you know the first Clash album sounds like it was recorded in the fucking biscuit tin. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the second Clash album starts with "Safe European Home." It's got a snare drum. It goes. Tell me what's wrong with that. Yeah, yeah. You know, but what's wrong been, with Tommy Gunn? Tell me what's not perfect about Tommy Gunn. Julie's been working with the Drug Squad. It Basically, it English, English Civil War. Yeah. It could have been a better album though, couldn't it? In in that there were a lot of songs floating around then that didn't get on the album. Uh, were, were they? Like well, what? well, uh, uh, White Man Hammersmith. Well, that came out. That had all, that had already come out. It come out. Yeah, but it was. But if, if you put that on that album and taken off one of the weaker tracks, yeah, that, that'd, that'd be. What, yeah, what the know. weaker tracks though? What were the weaker tracks? Side two, side two, <laughs> except for stay free, basically. But side one is 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 awesome, yeah. But I don't know. Yeah. I wasn't around at the time. Maybe people around at the time felt like that was a bit of a disappointing album. Well, the could have been on it, couldn't it? Let's get, this, let's get this right. Yeah, we know the, the cost, No the, one the cost at the time. No one. Oh, sorry, hold on. No one at the time thought that was a bad album. No, no, no one at the time thought it was a bad album. Okay. I, pressure I, drop. I, pressure no, drop. Pressure I drop. Read, I read the reviews and sounds and enemy of that LP when it came out. I remember, I remember distinctly the enemy particularly said, "I have listened to this LP twelve times on different things. It's the best thing I've ever heard." Right. And you know, a glowing review. Fair enough. It's, I wasn't around at the time. But with, the, with hindsight, the, people have you know got it sniffy. Got it, but they're yeah. they sniffing everything the Clash did. By by the time of, after London Calling, everyone had dumped the Clash. Mm. They hated them, mm. and so they so they, they they turned on them and said, "Oh yeah, give them enough rope." That was that these, commercial the, American. But, but, but these days, it? the critical view, viewpoint would would be. First album's great. Second album's overproduced, uh, trying to appeal to the American market too much, and the third album's a, a, a classic. Yeah. And then after that is it, you know, well, uh, let's, yeah. not, let's not talk well, too much about after that. But, but, <laughs> um, no, the third album is a classic, but the, surely the third album is is guilty of of trying to appeal to the American market and the masses far more than the second album. My theory about that is the third album came out. Everyone initially loved it, and then it's like um, I think Mick Jones said, you know, we were covering Moore's Allison. And getting away with it, uh, and I think a lot of people think, "Oh, well, this is a bit American," you know, mm. and and that whole anti-American thing came out, and everyone jumped on the bandwagon, and you know. Well, to be fair, they did sing "I'm I'm so bored with the USA" on their first album, so yeah. you know they they probably set themselves up for it a little <laughs> bit, <laughs> a little bit, yeah, yeah, yeah. You wanted to tell us where to get that? Oh yes, I did. Uh, yes, the Upshitters, uh, their EP, and mu- and many more uh, quality reggae tunes are available from El Paso One. That's El, El Paso and then the number one, dot bandcamp dot com. El Paso, uh, the skinhead reggae label from Segovia, Spain.
Okay, the, the last song we're going to play on this podcast is from the band The Humdrum Express, which is the, the musical vehicle for Kidderminster-based singer-songwriter Ian Passy. Uh, he's got uh, a couple of albums uh, out at the moment, and uh, they're both fantastic, so I would recommend highly that you go and Google um, Humdrum Express. Uh, this The song we're going to play is called The Leopard Print Onesie, which, funnily enough, is not about our friend from the time machine. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, he seems to have stopped wearing his leopard print onesie on, st- on stage, by the way. Uh, he, last, last few gigs, he, he seems to have yeah. uh, he's just wearing he had, normal clothes. Did he not have it at the, the festival? No. Oh, no. Okay. Uh, this this song is is full of uh, fantastic wordplay and uh, bon mots. Uh, I particularly like the line "self promotion reminiscent of wind chimes in a hurricane," uh, and uh, this refers very directly to somebody who I'm aware of, who has been uh, in my life for a while now, and uh, this one's very much. For you. So here comes the cabin crew inspiring the next generation. Stuck scriptwriters pen the return of an old soap road in a desperate bid to revive interest and boost ratings. It's FA Cup weekend when stand-in pundits criticise managers fielding reserves. Join us tonight at nine as we take a nostalgic look back to when times were similarly poor. But the music was much better. Bertrand Russell, Isaac Newton, Pythagoras, Einstein, Joey Barton. Inspiring the next generation. Radio callers gloat about listening to the show every day whilst working from home. And at last, I understand why tradesmen on building sites never bother to quite tune them in properly. Yet another long-distance lorry driver pulls into a lay-by in tears to text in upon hearing an emotional song. Discussion on Chris Pack's sell-by dates interspersed with old kids' TV themes. Inspiring the next generation. The revival of something not much good in the first place gathers momentum while original mods attach mirrors to mobility scooters. I can't help but worry about whether the mods, skins and rude boys of tomorrow will dress in Andy Murray polo shirts, singer-songwriters, collaboration threats, having reached retrospective points in their careers, self-promotion reminiscent of wind chimes in a hurricane. Inspiring the next generation Sport can still unite As I'm sure it will forever Cos when things don't go your way It's nice to boo together 
considering it's the age of the conspiracy theory. I'm surprised no one's questioned how the fella off The Apprentice got the countdown job. Of course, I'm all for recycling, but I just reckon that bags for life should become cheaper as you get older. The decline of social drinking, replaced by the more affordable junk food escape route. Deep Pants people, Greg's and Co, the gastric band are this week's top of the ops. Inspiring the next generation. breaks out in the record store day queue, highlighting the competitive pursuit of vinyl rarities. My time's often spent trying to get my head round the fact that Sam Smith sells more records than TV Smith. I'm at least temporarily buoyed by the imminent arrival of Plus Two Channels and Bird Flu. Nom nom bake off, hit me with your selfie stick, leopard print onesie. Inspiring the next generation. Inspiring the next generation. that's it from another trust the wizards podcast it only remains for me rebel ricket to say to you listener good night and um, from the vice chancellor of smut himself <laughs> it's good night from kicker of house and from the man they're calling Stephen with a phd <laughs> hey. it's good night from sharitho garbanzo esteban graniero <laughs>